Hey guys, in this episode of the podcast, I'm joined with Nico Chiroletti, otherwise known as Chiro, who is the founder of the quite famous Facebook group, Initial D Hell. And if you are into Initial D or car culture, there's a good chance you've heard of this Facebook group. It's been around for around five years, and it's uh, it's one of the... I, I would even go so far as to say like one of the, the pillars of the internet car community. This is a really fun conversation with uh, Chiro. It's the second podcast that we've done. The first one on my podcast, but I did one with him on the Initial D Hell podcast yeah, about three and a half years ago or so. So it was great to catch up. And with Initial D Hell coming up upon its fifth anniversary, I think we're going to do another podcast on the initially hell one so that's gonna be fun but hopefully you guys enjoyed this nice about an hour-long chat with chiro about a wide-ranging uh slew of topics you know ranging from the state of you know internet culture in general and you know initially hell uh stuff i've been up to lately and just you know in this in this podcast we just really tried to bring out some positivity and uh i'm gonna leave you with that hopefully you guys enjoy the podcast and yeah thank you for listening see you guys in a bit hello hey nico hi how are you i'm doing pretty good how about you i'm doing pretty great (laughs) i'm doing pretty good yeah I'm warning you, I have birds in my room, so if you hear some background noise, it's them. No, you're actually just in a forest, right? You're in the jungle, and those yeah. parakeets and this. Exactly. Parrots flapping around. <laughs> it does sound quite tropical over there, actually. Man, I wish it was tropical weather. That would be... Winter. That... <laughs> the winter Is was that... so cold. Is it, like, perpetually cold where you are? Yeah, Germany, man. <laughs> of course, it's cold. I mean, that my image is, uh, you know, the reason Germans are so stoic is because of the cold, and it probably strong people, right? So... <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you look at Italians, they're all warm people, and they all like each other, and they're all nice. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. Probably the weather. I think there's something. To it. <laughs> man, it's been a while since we've we've done one of these. Yeah, sorry, um, you know, for people listening, I just randomly messaged nico and i was like hey man you want to do a podcast i'm just kind of feeling it and then you're like i was kind of happy whenever i do this you know 80 percent of the time people are like yeah i don't know not right now but you know sometimes the stars line and yeah you're just like okay so yeah hey thanks for hopping on a podcast no problem and i really appreciate the invite uh i love to podcast you know and it's always been fun uh we did some podcasts uh in initial d hell a while back that was like and a while, like a two years yeah ago. like two at years least ago. two years at least two years uh that was before i lost my old pc you know uh it, it had some kind of weird bugs and it kept blue screening so i kind of gave up on it um but now i'm back and i have a somewhat better setup and uh podcasting could actually be something that we could reintroduce uh in a like weekly or bi-weekly basis or even monthly basis in idh uh, there has always been a lot of interest. Uh, it, it's also great because just like you invited me and we can just talk, we could do the same with like members or moderators. And 
one thing I love about podcasting is there's so, so many great untold stories, right? That people would just probably love to listen to. And uh, that's why I, you know, thought, okay, let's do this. You know, I, I, I love it. I agree. And I just love the format of, of podcasting. You just sit down and have like a long and it's just it's just real, right? You know, you get Absolutely. To, I like love listening to podcasts and like just being like a fly on the wall almost. Yeah. But you know what? I think maybe for people who are just clicking on clicking on this link, uh, by the time I, I post this, I'll probably have added a small intro. But maybe you can introduce yourself and you know, know each other and what sure what, gladly. What, the ship you are the captain of. <laughs> yes. Uh, well, my name is Chiro, or Nico, as many know me online. Um, I am the founder of Initial D Hell on Facebook. Uh, it's a huge group. It started out almost five years ago. We're hitting the fifth anniversary soon. And uh, it started out as a smaller group between me and my friends. And it just kept gaining members over time. And somehow Dave Rogers got involved along the way. And then he made a fucking song about <laughs> us. And like, uh, it, it, you know, like it, it was incredible. And um, to, yeah, like I am currently studying psychology. I'm almost done with that. And uh, I have been admining IDH for, like I said, almost five years now. And it's been a pleasure to do that i've made so many friends i've met so many other people and i've actually even met my girlfriend over that group which is like fucking insane wow uh, i would have never thought yeah like it's it's insane you know like meeting someone from across the world in a meme group like i don't know i i know what you it's, mean uh, it's uh... it's it's incredible you you meet so many people um, it's, it's, that's probably one of the best things this group has brought me because even when I was going through either difficult times or, you know, I was feeling a bit down, uh, there's always members who were not just members, but real friends. You know, I've made so, so many friends, uh, throughout the years. And when I was in London, for example, I met up with Cameron, uh, one of the other admins, and uh, we just spent some time. I, he even let me stay at his place. And, you know, like, especially nowadays with this whole, like, internet culture, people are just so much more open. And things like these just happen, you know, where I'm like, oh, shit, I'm, I just arrived in London. It's like 2 a.m. and Cameron picked me up in his car. And we started driving around. Uh, we also did some uh, member meets in like the UK and in the Netherlands. And it's always nice, you know, seeing people uh, that come together and, and actually, uh, you know, have these huge friend groups just because of something that I made. Uh, it, it's yeah. really given me a lot of like purpose in life, you know, as silly as it may sound. I mean, at the end of the day, it is quote-unquote just a Facebook group but it's so much more than that you know especially because of all the positivity in the group because of all like how members treat each other I mean it's it's just incredible honestly yeah it's it's one of the more special Facebook groups online communities I mean mm -hmm. it seems Facebook groups have largely 
surpassed you know the the old concept of internet forums and, oh yeah you know you, you know i used to be part of like all these you know different internet forums i think some of them are still active but you know it, they're mm-hmm. just barely hanging in there it's usually like reddit these days or right uh, you know reddit or, or facebook groups or or discords but yeah i mean initial d hell i always meet even even here in japan i meet people who you know part of your facebook group mm-hmm. and it's it's just been really interesting i mean i've been there since what like i checked the other day like since like january like 2017 right Damn. Like, oh my gosh like that yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right like it's it's and yeah and dude i remember you know i i stumbled upon your facebook group when i was first looking for you know like like ways places to share like my first couple of videos of, of my life in japan and doing the whole this is initial d in real life kind of thing and yeah thank you i mean i can you know looking back i can honestly say you know your you really did help you know help me build the the name i guess of, of like the original drift hunter series and get the word out for that and it oh was yeah really cool, I, I love right? hearing that i love hearing that honestly it's always nice uh, I, I remember you going through a bunch of arcs like where you met the real life Takumi and whatnot and the group was just losing its shit, you know, and it's content like that. It goes hand in hand, you know, uh, you being around in Japan, just driving around and, and seeking for stuff like this. And then you have the right group of people, you know, to share it with and they just appreciate it more. And it's just, you know, we build upon each other. Uh, it's 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 great yeah i remember that the, speaking of that um the that when i met you know the real takumi uh, mm-hmm. i actually hung out with him yesterday damn uh, <laughs> you see no yeah I, maybe it's, that's why it's I was nuts fired like to to just reach out to right um, like the dude we we hung out like oh, man like the entire day until until dawn the following day and uh, I let him drive my Forester STI on the downhill, and I was man, I was one hundred percent. I channeled, uh, I ch- not Ikitani. What's his name? Uh, his, his best friend. I uh, come on, word names failing me right now. Uh, oh, <laughs> he drives to eighty five. I know what you mean. I <laughs> uh, <laughs> true oh initial God. D fan check. <laughs> true, true initial defense are uh, nailing me to the cross right now. Cause I, 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 what's his name? Uh, come on, I know you have oh, it. Come on, okay, yeah, okay. Don't, don't say it, don't say it, don't say it. Oh, come on. Uh, oh, it's like at the tip of my tongue. Oh my yeah, god, it comes at the worst moment. Yes, exactly. There we go. Okay. I was I was about to just delete my channel and just quit right there. <laughs> um, no, dude, I was I was a one hundred percent an itsuki. I was uh, hanging on to, like, I was like, please don't, please don't fuck up my quarter panels because he he did the gutters. He went into the gutters. No like, way, dude. He sent it like man. I what the, video the fuck? On I posted like this video on Instagram, and like I had this cool idea. I was like, you know, hey, let me, you know. What if Fujinoki-san like drives my Force Rest on the downhill? Right. And like I was like, yeah, you know, just take it easy. Dude, he freaking sent it. And holy crap. And by by the end, he was like, Oh yeah, it's going like 30, 40%, because you know it's not my car. And I was just like, oh my God. 
Um, and you have you see him at one hundred percent. Then could you imagine? I mean, yeah, we could talk of the story a bit later, but like you know, the the reason he doesn't have the GC anymore is because he went one hundred percent or one hundred ten percent on that course. But um, no, I mean the Forester SDI had the roof tent on top and had like a full all my camping gear like in the back. So you know, it was it was not like it, the lightest mode. But there was some he, extra weight too. A bit of extra weight was, you know, my fat ass. And you no, know, he sent it, and I was like, I couldn't believe Damn. my car could, could, could Do that? take that course. <laughs> it, it was like, wow. Oh, but yeah, that was that was really cool. Um, he's doing well. You know, he's that's he was, good to hear. It's actually like, you know, we've we've uh, we're, we're good friends, but because I moved to a different area of Japan, mm-hmm. he has. Um, like I haven't had the chance really to, to hang out with him, and then you know because of COVID, uh, right? I kind of tried to avoid, you know, like hanging out with him, um, just in, in in person. But like things are kind of okay here actually, so I think, um, which we can talk about as well. But you know, we ended up the st- our our schedules both aligned and kind of similar to this. I was just like, hey, if you're looking something, are you free mm-hmm. on Saturday? Like my girlfriend's going to be you know like giving the dog a haircut so i'm just like free all day and he was like yeah i'd I'd love to hang out so so we hung out and it was it was uh quite interesting man like there is this our other mutual friend his name is anthony and this this kid reminds me so much of myself like 10 years ago so he came to japan came to japan on the same program that i came on you know 10 years ago just called uh, the jet program um and he, you know, he came here. He's placed in the same area. He bought an Alteza. And he, then he became friends with Fujinoki-san. And, like, so they, you know, they hang out, like, now and then once in a while. So all, all three of us, like, just hung out the whole day. And, uh, and, and then Fujinoki-san, actually, it was cool. He bought, like, this binder of, like, all this stuff. And, like, he, he was, so there was this camera from before, which uh, had, like, this, like he couldn't get the pictures out of it, and finally, like he's like, okay, fuck it, let's just try if he, if, if he can if he can like get those developed. And right. so I was able to see like some new pictures that he had that I had never seen. Holy before. crap! Because oh man, this is the thing. Like I don't like four or five years ago when I put out that video. Like a lot of people were saying like like this story is like too fake. Like this is this is just some fan, right? It, too good to be real. It was, <laughs> you too, know, I I do I like I was reading all these comments and like I was it was making me like reconsider like what i had just experienced and stuff too right and and then and then i could i could i was like okay you know what let me let me just like you know try to uncover more more and more and more of the story so you know like over over these last several years you know i've definitely like myself been completely convinced but then he brought these like new pictures and it's like it's like you know beyond a shadow of Mm -hmm. a doubt you know he's like you see him like there on the second floor and then, like, it turns out, like, his his sister, his older sister, is good friends with, uh, not well, not necessarily good friends, but, like, in the same, they went to the same school and they're the same year as the, or his sis, older sister is the same year as uh, the owner of D's Garage. So they know each other personally. Right. Um, so, so that's why, you know, I was able to kind of confirm, you know, through all these, like, various... Yeah sources and then like his story like never ever changed but it was such a ridiculous story 
that I was just like, are you kidding me? Like, <laughs> it's impossible. Honestly, I was flabbergasted when when I saw that. Like, Initial D itself is already, like, a great story, right? It has, like, this dude who just drives around in, in his 8.6 and delivers tofu and then races to find out that all of this stuff is based on something real, you know, and something that happened on, on, on actual people was just mind blowing to me. You know, it wasn't just some dude <laughs> driving around in an eight six. No, it was like the guy based on it. And uh, I don't know you even like now telling me, because honestly I was not, conflicted but i was like okay you know like how true is this now is it just some dude like hardcore role playing you know as, i know what tackling? you mean yeah yeah you yeah, know yeah. what i mean and yes, and but I, then but 100%. then you you showed like in the video all the pictures that he had you know you cannot just make that up you cannot just you know like like yeah counterfeit yeah. that stuff you know it's you genuine. know what it reminds it's, me it's, of i sorry this just popped in my head this yeah, kind of reminds me of, um i know like uh, a few days ago you made like this post right um and i think it was like about ufos so I, i'm sure you're familiar with the story of like bob lazar bob right? lazar yes yeah, yeah of right. course it's like, I'm like it's yeah like yeah like how how real is he you know did he actually work for area 51 like was he in s4 did he see some ufos but oh, when you said his story never changes that's you know like the same with lazar his story is always the same so yes. if you're telling me that this real-life Takumi, uh, you know, doesn't change his story, he doesn't add some stuff, he doesn't make it seem too ridiculous, and he can back it up with some hard evidence, with some physical proof, that's when I was sold. That's when I was like, holy crap, IDH is based, I, I, I initial D is based on something real. By the way, I don't want to know how many times in my life now I tried to say initial D, but I tend to say IDH or like initial D hell. It's been <laughs> so weird. You know, it's almost become a synonym for me. It's just muscle memory now, right? Yeah, pretty much. I swear to God. <laughs> but yeah, I was I was more than delighted. And so was the rest of the group to find out, you know, that it was all based on something real. And to know that you've made such good, good friends, good friends with him, and you've been, uh, you know, still hanging out and whatnot, that just makes it all better, honestly. Yeah, and you know, I, you know, we've really been keeping in contact over like these past few years. You know, he's he's a several generations, like you know, like like he's like our parents' age, like basically. Mm -hmm. right? so, you know, he he's like uh, like fifties, right? So he could be like my dad, right? Basically. Right, um, like a like you know, if if my dad had a kid when he was like twenty or something, right? But um, you know, he's not the most like uh like social media savvy person, mm -hmm. but you know, he does have like a, this internet presence. Um, and you know, for a long time, like I, I was, I've been, I have made like this follow up like video, or I I had put together like this um this follow up documentary where he filmed some stuff. And anyway, this is a long story that involves my computer hard drive just crashing ah uh, damn fucking project file but let, let me digress like um you know throughout the years we've just been you know keeping 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 in touch with each other um mm -hmm. and you know like you said like 
his his story has like never changed but he is like a, a little bit eccentric like if you if you follow him on on social media uh and a lot of things that we talked about like this past uh the other day it, it kind of like you know made things like a little bit clearer for me like so one thing that happened was he actually had like a very very big um accident which is when the gc8 was wrecked and this I think I briefly touched on it in the video. I can't remember. It was so long ago now. But what had happened, uh, and this is one thing I love about these podcasts because we can kind of go on all these different tangents and, and, and yeah, you know, and like really get into like, the story. But True. The, so from what I remember, and my, keep in mind, my Japanese is not, like, not 100% perfect. So I, didn't, I might have gotten like one or two details wrong. But there was a point in time when he was really actually uh, uh, like gunning to get into like the world of rally at, at a com- very competitive level. And so he was basically as people were doing like back in, in the day, you know, like essentially tarmac rally on a downhill on, on, uh, what's it called on Haruna, which is Akina in, in, in the right. End. And, you know, he knows that he knows that course literally like the back of his hand because he actually did do those tofu deliveries. And he, he would like send it more and more on, on, on one of several of the courses. Cause there's, there's actually not just one on, on, uh, Akina or Haruna. There's like the, mm-hmm. the one in the anime. And then there's like, there's like another course, which is like, uh, nowadays it's like used for, for drifting. But at the time it was like more grip and it's the one that goes all the way down to the shrine, the Haruna shrine. And, um, so from what I remember, remember what I remember that he told me is that uh, he had cut the diff on his GC8 so that it, it was real, real biased and, and so it could drift basically. Mm-hmm. Um, but he was, you know, he, he was he was still pushing it not to be like a drifter per se, but like for 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 downhill racing basically. So he was just he had just made it like a rear wheel drive GC8 essentially. Um, but then he had sent it like a little bit too much. And then the way he had explained it was like, he, he knows when he, you know, steps on the accelerator or on the brake that, you know, it's like, if he steps like five millimeters too much, like five, five millimeters too more is like the limit. And then he's going to lose traction and, and he won't be able to recover. And then he was like, he, he said, he, he remembered that he stepped on, I think he said it was the brake, like, too much or maybe it was actually i'm not sure if he even specified but he said like he stepped on the brake too much and then he lost control and then he crashed ah, and then right and the car was wrecked and then he had like this golf ball sized like like um like a head injury and he was like you know bleeding profusely and and this is like where like my my translation might be like a little bit off because you know for day-to-day conversation like i'm totally fine but when you talk about like specific medical things like i just don't have all that vocabulary yeah right and then he was saying something about like essentially he had suffered like some nerve damage and so basically it's like a a brain injury so he has like this very very significant brain injury and i don't know if you remember at all from like the that first video but like even in person like when you meet him like he's like his hands are kind of shaky like his um uh, was Parkinson's, you know, like mm-hmm. when, you, when you can't hold something without like, mm-hmm. your hands shaking. 
and like you know like his head will shake too and like his hands will shake and I, it's it's really a direct result of that brain injury Damn. um and so yeah he's had to struggle with all these health conditions and, and issues for for a very long time and um you know he he is also like a bit of a uh, uh like not the most social media savvy person i guess what i'm trying to say is that like i i wanted to kind of like protect him and i was a bit worried about um you know, the internet <laughs> yeah no seriously if yeah. I make that no i know what you mean i know what you mean though uh often you don't want to expose people too much on you know like social media or like the internet in general because you'd never know what what's out there i mean from what i could see there was a lot of positivity and a lot of positive feedback coming back from uh you know that kind of stuff, and as if I remember correctly, he even has an Instagram. Yes. Um, right. Yep, yep, yeah. Which, if you just look it up, it's like Jun Fujinoki. And, right. And yeah, and like you know, I, 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 well, his posts pop up all the time for me because you know I always like his posts and things like that. But um, you know, I, I often see because he's not the most socially not uh, not socially uh, social media savvy person. Like he he might post like some stuff, and then he might like get angry at like trolls and haters and stuff, and 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 like you know, like express himself in in the not the most uh like 2021 internet savvy mm-hmm. way, like how you would deal with like trolls and haters and stuff. Um, and 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 he has to deal with this problem too in in Japan actually with you know even like weird Japanese people. He was telling me he had to get get this uh he had like this one person uh who was like really malicious and trying to like prove that like he wasn't who he says he is was basically it turns out he was like this weirdo and like had gone and met him in person and like like under the guise of being friends had gone through this elaborate ruse of befriending him so that he could try to expose him and then had no way yeah it's wild man and then he had you know posted pictures of like his family online and because in Japan, there are very strong privacy laws for minors. Um, basically, he had posted like a picture of you know his family online, and then that was enough evidence for the police to put him in jail. So, like, really, fuck that guy. But I mean, yeah, like, that was the level of like how you know how the bad side of you know internet culture. You know, which, of course, like, I mean, there's always gonna be you know if if you want to go back to the to the example of Bob Lazar, there have been countless people you know trying to to uh claim like discredit him and disprove him you know and claim that he was a fraud or it was a hoax and whatnot uh it's just you know there's always people like that and i think the only thing you can do is actually just learn how to deal with it uh especially if you're not the most internet savvy person you know you can just slowly start to to see how you're gonna do that but i think even in in june's case it it's it sucks a lot because it was you know if he was open enough to befriend someone and that person was just using his you know like friendliness uh that just sucks and you just don't straight out dox people on the internet that's just you know so i'm glad that dude is gone but everyone makes negative experiences on the internet sometimes. You know, everyone has their own, like, group of people who either hate them or, like... It, I, 
every time I encounter stuff like that, I just think to myself, you know what, there's a lot of unhappy people in the world. There's a lot of people who are unhappy with either themselves or their lives or whatnot. And they they have to channel that negativity towards someone else to make themselves feel better. You know, it's it's literally just online bullying. And and I, I cannot understand why people would actually follow through with that instead of trying to make the internet a better place. Um, IDH, for example, has had their own share of toxicity in, in a lot of different ways. And I think so far the admin and moderator team has always been more than able to deal with that in a quick fashion, in a fashion where it's not bringing up too much toxicity and it's, it gets contained, you know? Um, so yeah, shout far, out to, shout out to the mods, really. I mean, it's a yeah, tough job absolutely, in absolutely. The, the huge, huge community like that's that. that's crazy. one thing that I also love about the group. We've had the same moderator team. I mean, a few members like came and went for for the modman team, but like the main people have been there. For example, Cameron has been there almost almost since day one, uh, and. Ethan, for example, uh, he made Best of IDH, which is, I love Best of IDH, you know, it, it captures the best moments, the funniest moments, and uh, he made that page and then asked us, you know, if it would be okay to actually do that. He just didn't do it himself, uh, and he put a lot of work and effort into it to the point where we're like, hey, listen, do you want to mod for us, you know, since you're doing such a great work, you're doing such a great job. And that's how, for example, Ethan became one of our moderators and uh, he should get a raise. You know, I th I'm thinking about <laughs> making him admin soon uh, because he deserves it. He puts a lot of effort into it. All of the modmins put a lot of heart and effort into IDH. That's why I love this group so much and the modmin team, like we never had a fight. We never had a huge discussion. There's so many groups, especially on Facebook that get destroyed because of the moderators or the admins, you know, because there's some infighting or there's some problems and they just start either like manipulating the group or totally corrupting it. Stuff like this never happened uh, in, in the modmin team with IDH. They're all chill. And I love that we're such a diverse and international team, you know. We got people from Australia, from the United States, from UK, from Germany, from all over the place, you know. And, and it's lovely to see that. Um, it is. Yeah. But like I said, negativity, especially like the trolls and whatnot, it's just very unhappy people. And they just don't know where to put that unhappiness and try to find some victim online. I think you know. Usually, well, hopefully, like I don't know if always the case, but my hope is that often it's just a phase people go through, and yeah, usually when they're um, younger, maybe they have like a difficult situation at home, and mm -hmm. it's it's an outlet, right? It's a, a mm -hmm. place where you can just be like like negative, and you can have. I think you, people even go through the trouble of you know making like like troll Facebook. Uh, accounts just just so they have like this mm, yeah it's i mean it's it's the dark side uh, of of the web for sure for all its po like positive aspects of connecting people around the world there are definitely like issues like that um i don't know it is it is what it is it, i mean i today i had to kind of deal with with some of that 
um, you know, just people leaving comments and stuff. And it's, uh, there's actually this one thread on, on IDH I got pulled into. And I think the way to deal with that is just kindness, right? I mean, yeah. I've, I've tried to do the opposite and just be like snarky back. And, and it's like just fighting negativity with, with mm-hmm. more negativity. There's an old saying <laughs> that says, don't feed the trolls, you know? <laughs> Yeah, literally yeah, that yeah. don't don't give them what you want some people just do it because they want to be edgy some people do it because like you said they they try to to channel their negativity toward, towards something else but if you're just kind they most of the time don't really know how to respond to that because they wouldn't expect it or like there's no counter to that you know there's no counter to you just being nice and being like all right you're trying to be an asshole on the internet but you won't get me with that the, the way i see it is is like anybody who's <clears throat> you know like like being like a troll online um they're they're kind of like just like a a person who's like hurting in some way but they're kind of being possessed by this like like a like very malicious version of of themselves and right and then if you shine like some 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 light or some positivity on that um hopefully that'll like break through that like that shadow basically the way yeah. you kind of imagine it right break through the shadow I, I saw that approach of yours yesterday too uh when you were answering someone uh on instagram i think and you posted that to your story too that's exactly the approach that you were just talking about you know you were like hey listen i know you're like trying to be an asshole but here's me hoping that you know you can actually turn out to be a better person and that you have a good day and a good time and whatnot you know like especially nowadays where they, we have all these like huge issues globally people should just stick together you know instead of trying to be so mean yeah. to each other yeah it's i mean with the state of the world you know it's everyone's stuck at home and stuff and and it's easy to get in bitter and just uh, let that negativity accrue and and just uh, it needs to have like a release valve right unless you're able mm-hmm. to get in more positivity which can you know drown out that that negativity and yeah i think also part of it is is when i, I don't know what i'm trying to say i, I want i want to kind of encourage people in a way i guess to if you're in that state where you know you're you're in a tough spot and you are finding yourself um like negativity online is your outlet like usually it's a sign that that you need to like do something better for yourself and Mm -hmm. for me my outlet was like was was exercise that helped me a lot in in my life just um like getting really physically fit it's actually i want to get back into a serious you know regimen of uh, like a you know like a hundred day challenge to you know, become one punch man <laughs> that kind of thing <laughs> right <laughs> you know i'm halfway there already <laughs> but, good uh, <laughs> yeah. i lost the hair but um no, it's been such a because i did it once before when i was in in like college and i was just like man this it changes your life when you can just you know just fuck everything else just get fit you know and you know then it's it's very hard to still be to still be angry at the world when you're mm-hmm. right and um 
And that concludes Albo's uh, pep talk. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, here's, you know, like us hoping that the world will be a somewhat better place and that there will be less salty people on the internet, I would say. You know, um, maybe we'll change a mind or two if if they're listening and they and there's people who can see themselves. Yeah, I think or so. Or like they, so. they feel they're being talked to. Um, I think so. Here's hoping to these people <laughs> that they will change, hopefully. You know, when you made, when you, the, when that post that you mentioned that, uh, I, I made this morning or was it last night or something um like a lot of people kind of uh replied to that story They're like oh yeah like, like that resonated a lot thank you and stuff so mm-hmm. it, it definitely i think it's um it's especially because uh well i'm lucky enough to have like a big platform you know you're the ad, you're the owner of idh you know hopefully people will hear this and and, and be able to i guess somehow resonate with it but yeah man mm-hmm. it's one thing I've learned is just be kind. It's, um, yeah, it just makes your life better. If, yeah, if that's, like that's a very, the first step. Yeah, just as a very selfish act, like being kind is better than being an asshole. Just like from purely selfish standpoint, you get a better outcome. Like it's just, it's just, uh, it tends to be that way. Um, um, like I guess you could argue, like if you're very sociopathic, then you know you can climb like the business world and and just like fuck everyone over on the way up. But I do feel that you know if you do it that way, you do like karma eventually does get you. Like you know, it's oh like, yeah. Also, you know, you'll just be unhappy with yourself retrospectively. Thank you. Yeah, you know? that's right. Absolutely. You just look at yourself like for all the people you stepped on and for all the people that you backstabbed and whatnot, and you made it here, but are you happy with yourself? You know, are you actually genuinely happy? And I think if you would, uh, you know, find like an archive of every mean shit people said either to each other or like to, to strangers online, if you would put them like with a, good nice book you know probably hundreds of pages for everyone and they would have to read through every mean shit they said they would become a changed person after that i can guarantee you that because most of this stuff we just you know what the like for me at least when i I was you know a young edgy teenager i didn't realize that on the other side of the screen there was an actual person you know and it might not affect me when i'm saying stuff that's mean or or you know that's toxic it's i may have little to no weight on on what i'm saying but it could affect the people on the other side greatly because you don't know how receptive they are to this kind of stuff and especially if they never had these kind of interactions online before uh you know if we take june for example uh it it's just you know leaving a very bad mark and and it could potentially like spawn another troll you know he's like oh all right you know like being a dick is fun online sure then i'll be doing that too and instead if they would just make a more positive experience i think that could shape them to be a better human being you know and 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 especially nowadays you know the internet has such value to everyone uh, especially the younger generations. And I think if we just try and make it a better place, people will also be better, you know? Like, if you give a, less platforms to trolls, if you if you give less possibilities, 
for people to to actually behave like that, I think it would just make the entire world a somewhat better place. I know it, it sounds very optimistic and it sounds almost, you know, dreamy, but it could be, you know, like that because the internet is a great invention and it it could, you know, bring us to a completely different place. People made such progress I with the so. whole technology, you know, and, and, and look at what we're doing with it, you know, trying to make other people feel sad. <laughs> I don't think that's the reason why the internet was invented in the first place. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's sometimes it's a a a byproduct of the way the platform yeah. is, is built, right? If you have anonymity built into the platform, then it opens up. Oh, the, absolutely. And, and sometimes it's just a factor of numbers when you have just so many people and then you have some people who are stand out more than others, then it, it creates this, it incentivizes different behaviors, right? And sometimes those behaviors are positive sometimes they're they're negative mm-hmm. um and the good thing is i think sometimes you do get the chance like with this i guess like uh an opportunity to reach like a like a large number of of people and yeah. then ideas if they are positive then they can cut through all the bullshit you know just light just like cuts through everything yes um, and because I think people do resonate with with like light like good things at a deep level, right? You kind of know when you're being like a shit, right? You mm. even if in the moment you you give into that, I've I've done it, right? You, sometimes you give into that moment and you're just like, you know, let me just let me just like fuck this guy, you know? Let me just yeah. fly, like really let me <laughs> pretty just, much right. You just like just want to crush them, you know? I want to make them feel like they were never even born, but you know, you just end up feeling kind of gross after after a while, and and you know. I think even if you get to that point where you are just like so sociopathic because you have spent years just cultivating this 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 sh- shell around yourself of like you just non-feeling monster, I think this is kind of going back to what we we're another that other topic we we're talking about, which is um you know tangentially related to to, to UFOs. It's it's about um, have you ever uh, done any research into like consciousness and consciousness studies and like you know like uh, like things like like what happens when you die and like, like oh yeah uh, i've, I've had my cases. fair share of uh you know contemplation stuff like right? that yeah yeah pretty for much sure. and one of the things that i've read a lot about in that's been discussed in, in the literature and this topic is that you know you go through like this life review after you after or when you're like about to die like whether you die or not and you come back um like people tend to go through like this life review where they basically see their entire life but not just from the perspective of how they experience it but from the perspective of other people that they impacted and like how that person right. felt and um and then you know that can that can it's it's almost like you have to whatever pain you inflict on on people like whether this happens or not like maybe it does but like it, it let's assume for the sake of argument it does like this is the True. way the universe works all that pain that you all that pain that you inflict on people yeah like it, do you really want it to end like that you know do you really want that to be your last thoughts your last conscious thoughts i don't think so right yeah exactly no yeah it's um but hey on a more positive note you know 
uh, I didn't have to only deal with trolls uh, in in my group or on the internet. Uh, like I said, we we had some great experiences. For example, when when Dave Rogers hit me up and was like, "Hey, I'm I'm making this song about your group," and I was like, "You know, is this real? Like, am I dreaming right now?" Um, <laughs> we we worked on some of the lyrics and we worked on some of the stuff, and and uh, he, for example, is pure good you know like there's always so so many positive things from dave and we even talked about private stuff you know about life stuff and uh when i was feeling down he once like called me up and we had like a good two-hour chat about pretty much all the topics that you could talk about in life and uh, he really helped me a lot you know and and i if, if i told my 16 year old self hey listen the dude who sang deja vu will help you out with your life problems in your future i would have been like yeah sure you know like um but that's when you see that there's a lot of good you know a lot of good people a lot of positivity it's wild he's one of the people who you know was really out there same with alex and claire and a bunch of other artists you know they were super open they were super nice, and uh, you make a lot of friends, you know, through the time. You don't just encounter, you know, because if if someone just joined or, like, listened for the last 10 to, to 5 minutes, they would think that <laughs> the internet is just this hellhole filled with goblins that just want to ruin your life. But I think, in general, there's more positivity than negativity. Uh, you know, it's overwhelming, especially considering what like the group brought to me personally you know it's just insane it it helped me in, in my hardest moments it helped me you know when when i really needed it and there's so much support coming from members in all kinds you know and uh the arcs that idh went through that was like just very fun i mean over the course of five years almost a lot of different things happen and, and the group changes its shape every now and then, but there's still some things that, that are the same. And I think there's a lot of positivity. I remember, you know, this is a, like a deep cut or like something out of nowhere, but I remember one time there was someone uh, going to like leaving a shopping center and he was like, ah, shit, dude, listen, you're like, he just posted a, a picture of a car and I think it was a Nissan, a, a very nice one. And uh, he was like, hey, listen, I, I think like your car is about to be towed away. And also like the cover of your car is being, you know, you know like it fall, it's falling, but I keep putting it back up because it was apparently a very windy day. And he was like, I hope and think that the member, like there's a member here in the group that you know, has this car the car belongs to. And after like 20 to 30 minutes, the member actually like saw it and it was like, oh, damn, you know, like, thanks for telling me. I will make sure to like move my car away and whatnot because it was about to be towed away. And the guy just putting the cover back on each time it would fall off because of the wind. It was just so wholesome, you know, that there's people out there who actually care about another person's car and they would actually you know go through the um and go through the uh you know 
they did they would just try and help as much as they could and i when i saw that it was so heartwarming and it i think it even landed in best of idh as if i remember correctly and my my call dropped because uh i well i'm, I'm walking to pick up my girlfriend from the station oh, here, right. but it disconnected from from the internet oh, okay. so you're you're no talking problem. about um the person who who the supermarket story yes exactly there there was someone at the supermarket he just left and uh he uh took a picture of a car that was about to be towed away and there was like cover on the car too and uh it was being blown off by the wind constantly because it was like very windy and he just posted it online like in idh and was like hey i hope and think that this car belongs to a member here uh and was there like any anything that gave it away it, no i think it was a hunch you know like if you see a, a, a weep car if you see something jdm in in a city where it's not supposed to be in there's a slight chance you know that the member is in in this group too and uh the owner actually reached out to him like 30 minutes after that and he was like hey man thanks a lot you know for telling me this and it was just so heartwarming because the the op like he he was like yeah i keep putting the cover back on and i don't want the car you know to be either damaged or, or something to happen to it and he was just standing around so it wouldn't be towed away and it's it's stuff like that that's really heartwarming and i really appreciate to see i think if if i remember correctly it even landed in best of i um yeah and, that's definitely you know, a hall of fame moment absolutely there's so many wholesome things you know this group has brought to other people and and i just love to see it and for someone to actually go there and and stay with the car <laughs> You know, because they care so much about it, and they know that there's someone out there who doesn't want to have it towed away. It's it's just we need more people like that. That that's so heartwarming. I feel like that should be like a YouTube video, like like a, like a YouTube short. You know what I mean? Like, uh, mm -hmm. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I feel like there's a great way to translate that into a movie. That's like a movie moment, actually. Yeah. Man, it's it's just you know. Imagine just going around and then seeing a car that's about to be towed away, and you're like, "Fuck no, I'm not gonna let this happen," and I'm yeah, gonna keep like... covering the car as long as I can and put the cover back on, <laughs> because but then, but then it's, it's just jump and be like, "Hmm, there's not a lot of JDM cars in my country. I wonder if this car actually belongs to someone on my favorite Facebook group." Like, right, right, <laughs> and great. he actually. And it actually found him, and I was like, "Man, what are the odds?" You know, this this was great. Yep, this was great, and it's it's moments like that that really make me happy to to have created something like this. And I'm happy to be part of it. You know, it's been in that group for so long. Yeah, sorry if that was super loud. I was crossing this big That's fine. bridge over this uh this this big road with a lot of traffic. Yeah. So switching gears a bit, like, mm, is there anything you want to you know, interview me about or any other topics you want to talk about? Maybe you can move away from just talking about, like, IDH as a, as a Facebook group. I mean, one thing that I always love to listen to or, like, hear about is how life in Japan is, you know? As someone who always considered at least visiting someday... 
I always wanted to know, you know, what difficult, like, what, what, what problems you may encounter or, like, what issues you may encounter, but also, like, the positive aspects that it brought to you. And um, yeah, sure. that's, so, like, stuff I'm always interested in. Okay, yeah. Any, anything specific that you're, you're interested in? Like, like I, I, I can easily go on, like, a long tangent, but we probably have about 10 minutes. So probably, um, all right. You know, be be a little bit specific, and I can give you a better answer, maybe. Um. Okay. Then I would love to know, uh, just how how like does your daily life look? You know, in Japan, like, especially, uh, considered like like compared to what it looked like before you moved there. You know, like did anything specific change, or was your lifestyle the same, or did anything like happen? So that you you had to switch up your lifestyle, you you kind of had the chameleon effect, you know, and and started living more akin to the culture. Well, you know, when I came here, I, it was a, I was at a different life stage uh, than I am now. So you know, before before I came here on the jet program, I was just coming out of university. So I had spent my university years, you know, basically doing what you do in university you, you go to class and you party and when i had when i came to japan through the jet program that's also like a very unique circumstance which even though there's like other programs where people come to japan um to teach english like it's it's quite a different experience for for a lot of folks especially because a lot of folks get um sent into like the deep countryside where they might be the only foreigner in town And so they, they like for them, like the way I can describe it a lot is like, have you ever watched um, Spirit of the Way? It's, it's so similar to like that because that's actually what Japan looks like. It, it feels like you're in a, in a Ghibli, <laughs> in a Ghibli movie. And right. as, as a foreigner coming to like live in this, in this country, it, it's like, It's like everything has. Okay, I'm gonna be accused of uh, like overhyping it, but this is just my my personal experience. But every everything took on like a more magical slash slash adventurous quality. Now this is probably just like the giant weeb in me talking, and also part of my personality. <laughs> right. I just love to kind of like interpret the world in this, this kind of manner of mm -hmm. everything's an adventure. But it definitely was like that for. The past 10 years you know my five years on the jet program uh, two years after that just working at like this local english school and then after that coming to tokyo i mean like it has all been this big adventure um and as what as to what day-to-day -day life is like if you watch like initial d like the slice of life moments like that's what it is no even like the entire thing that's basically what japan life is like but you know we are in this like pandemic era so It is a little bit different, but I feel like, I don't know if you, if you watch any of my videos, you know, you, you can see, I'm just basically going around, but just like with a map from, yeah, and, from what I could tell, you know, even despite COVID and whatnot, I always thought of like the Japanese culture and like the, the spirit itself as very laid back, you know, like not, not too problematic and trying to live a peaceful life compared to, you know, what goes on in the West, for example. I mean, if They're, you look the at the United thing. States, it's just like, ugh. 
Yeah. You so you you uh you studied psychology, right? Mm-hmm. Um, did you ever hear of the the theory of like individualist versus collectivist cultures? Mm-hmm. Where basically uh, Western Western countries tend to be more individualistic, where the individual person sees themselves as like you know they're they're more important than the community that they're part of. Like you know, it's like everyone for themselves. Basically, it's like fuck everybody. I'm in it for me. Yeah, I'm gonna get mine. Right. Whereas here in Japan, uh, in Asian countries more so than Western countries, but it's very extreme here in Japan, where the community takes like precedence over over the individual self at all levels. So it's like, of course, Japan as a country as a whole, but it's also like it goes down all the way to like your family unit, where you put your like other members of your family first. You put your, you tend to put your friends, uh, um, like thoughts and opinions ahead of yours, like in, in in most social social moments, and so that basically creates like this environment where people they're not trying to like attack each other, and this is this is I feel like the symptom of Western culture, the main the main. Um, symptom of like the like uh, you could almost say like this this disease this disease that's captured mm-hmm. western society these days which is like everyone is caught up in in trying to get each other in these gotcha moments like you know it's it's cancel culture encapsulated really um you know you're everyone's trying to like attack each other and th- we don't really have that as much here it, that, there, it does exist but it is definitely not prevalent and that's why as a whole it does feel like a like a warmer place um and it depends on who you ask and what your personal life's circumstances of course but i was asking you know specifically about your own perception and your own like experiences i'm a very like positive guy and Hmm. i tend to well i've it's just an observation but i've observed that even if I found myself in like situations where people were negative, I, I could turn it around with positivity. So it created like this, this effect, um, like this, this, this uh, not, not a domino effect, a self-fulfilling prophecy where I assumed that uh, you know, good vibes would give me good outcomes and it, it, it just happens that way, right? So you know, I just try to be a nice guy and I, I feel like I have a nice life. And that is, that's been my my experience in Japan, basically, like I, the reason I said that is because I met a lot of people who, um, foreigners in Japan, they tend to become a little bit uh, jaded as time goes on, uh, and it kind of like bitter with their life, like life circumstance, and right. like a lot of them, <laughs> kind of like turn into like internet trolls, basically. Uh, as like a function of you know like their life circumstance, but yeah, I mean if you have a, if you're if you're happy with your life, then you know, then it you you end up finding situations uh, where you can increase the happiness in your life. I guess like mm-hmm. for me, I'm just I'm just walking to the station, but I'm literally staring at this train go by. I'm walking through this little park with like this little swing set, and there's like this. You know, like this this lady reading a book while sitting on the swings. It looks like I'm in an anime, and like, how could that not not make me happy? Like, like being a total weeb and all. But yeah, man, it's 
it's been interesting. There's been challenges. Um, learning the language has definitely been a huge challenge and also like a really, really fun and fulfilling activity. Um, other challenges have been kind of the, the, the culture gap where, you know, in interpersonal relationships, like for example, like with my girlfriend or people who I've dated, where expectations like were not aligned, like my expectation of what the relationship would be is like based on like the Western mindset and ideal. Whereas there's a very Japanese way of doing everything. So you figure out very quickly that you should learn at least or, or, or respect what that Japanese way is. Even if you don't agree with it, maybe you find a way around it, but don't fight it. And just, you, gotta, you, know, you know, Bruce Lee, he's like, be like water, my friend. He's got to move like Jeet Kune Do. Mm-hmm. Always take up a different shape. Yes, exactly. You are the water. You are the water that fills the glass, and you become the glass. So, yeah, man, that's all it is. I, I love living here. You know, I, I came here. I thought I would be here for, like, two years, maybe three. And I'm in my, like, my 11th year, dude. It's crazy. I can hardly believe it. Or 10th year. I'm, I'm happy to hear that. Honestly, it's it's always nice to hear about positive experiences people make uh, in, in foreign countries. And one thing I, I'm very curious about, would you call Japan home now? Did you hear me? My girlfriend was calling. Yes. I think the, All right. Oh, stop for a second. But did you hear me? I would just, yes, I would just pretty much end with uh, this last question. Like, now that you've been there for so long, would you call Japan your home? Uh, I would say very nearly. Very nearly. Nice. It's, it's, I mean, I have, like, a job here, girlfriend here, a dog here, three cars here. It's just my family's overseas. Mm-hmm. Um. I think once I buy a house I, and I get permanent residency, I basically will, you know, see it as yeah. my home. I mean, essentially, it's. I think your home is just where the people you love are. True. And that's like, it's just where you want to be. Usually it's, you want to be somewhere because that's where people you love are. Because that's where your home is. So I would say, yeah. I mean, when I go back home, it's always already a little bit weird. Like everything in Canada... Yep, yep, yeah. Yeah, I said I would get tons of uh, reverse culture shock. But yeah, so right. calling me. So we, I think we got to wrap this up. But okay. Another one, another. I would love to. Thing or whenever you want, man. Absolutely. We can also invite you on the uh, podcast stream for IDH's fifth birthday. Yeah. If you want. Be- and. Uh, catch up on some more stuff but yeah thank you for having me thank you for uh this great talk it was very very nice for sure man it was it was fun it's good to catch up absolutely and all the best um you know with with everything yes and let's uh Thanks. let's do part two on, on the idh podcast Just let me know when you i would love to, to. all right well I, i'm okay. just by the station you can probably hear the train really loud so I'm nice like that. everybody <laughs> no problem and you have a great day, man.
Um, you too. Chat soon, right? All right. All right. See ya. Take care. Bye bye. Hey guys, welcome back. It was a ton of fun to chat with Chiro for about an hour about all those different topics, and I'm really, really looking forward to another podcast uh, together with him, maybe on this podcast or on the Initial D Hell podcast. So thank you so much for listening, for your time, and I hope you have a wonderful day. So let me end this podcast for now, and uh, from Japan, signing off. Take care, and see you next time.